Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to a Beautiful Mind Podcast. I am your host, C. Patrice. Let's dive right in. Okay, okay, cool. And welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of a Beautiful Mind Podcast. I'm your host, C. Patrice, and this is Talking Through It with Bree. Hello, everyone. So, um, I I want to apologize for this this one before we even start, just because it's completely unstructured. Like, me and Bree just had a moment, and she was coming over, and I was like, "But on the mic, <laughs> like, we have to do it on the mic because I just feel like a lot's about to be said, and on the mic." On the mic. I mean, to be honest, at this point, if I could record my life, I, I'm thinking I'd prefer that because there are just so many vi- moments I just keep feeling like I need to revisit. Like things happen and it's just almost too fleeting to process in the way that I really need to. Like, no, run that back. Mm-hmm. Like run that all the way back because what? Mm-hmm. Because what? So we finna try to run it back as best as possible (laughs) (sighs) okay so in today's talking through episode we're gonna talk about religion we're gonna talk about faith we're gonna talk about discipline we're gonna talk about stuff um so i'll get us started so today me and brie First of all, it's Friday morning, Friday afternoon now. I've had to take off of work uh, for the rest of the day. So I was talking to Brie this week, and she told me she found a Bible study. And you know me and Brie are in a book club. So I was was interested. Like, I've been wanting to find a Bible study for a while and hadn't been able to find one. And, like, I think um, this one being presented by by Brie in particular, I felt comfortable going to because that is like where the crux of my, so I don't know if you, I think you and I have, have we really talked about religious journeys? Not necessarily. We've talked about spiritual journeys and occurrences in our lives, but we have not taken a deep dive in considering religion yeah considering religion we haven't taken a deep dive in that's something that I've always been interested in hearing from you though yeah um because thus far I've learned so much Mm -hmm. from you and I Mm -hmm. appreciate your vulnerability Mm -hmm. if I can say the word (laughs) um because it has helped me in a tremendous amount of ways so I cannot wait until we (laughs) take that deep dive (laughs) okay so let's go for me um I I haven't been to church in probably six years and um I've been like kind of like living life in a tiptoe like okay so start back again for listeners not just talking to Brie (laughs) um we we did bible study today and or she mentioned that she had a bible study I was like oh yeah I'd I'd like to join and um 
and I just wanted to try it out. Now, she did say that this was a um, a mixed race of people, um, and I'm I'm open to that. I'm not gonna lie. Like in terms of religion, I was again another. I'm just weary. Like I have, I pop my chest is heavy about religion like very heavy just anxiety just there's so many things I'm just not certain of and that doesn't make me feel good so but I wanted to be open to this because I've been feeling pushed and called to to get back into church and I just haven't known how so at this bible study there were maybe what two four six eight girls seven Mm -hmm. seven girls yeah I, I think so and um one of the girls gave a testimony today and let me let me also say the the main girl taylor i at first didn't know heather tales of her aura her demeanor her energy it's very upbeat not that i'm the world's saddest person but like people who are that upbeat i'm like why mm-hmm I do get a little like suspicious and then like I don't like like Joel Osteen she kind of gives me that vibe like that like they feel sanctified in that like yes the Lord is you know and I just kind of wasn't feeling I was like mm, I don't know I was definitely like I don't know if this one's gonna be for me I probably need something black like I, I was like I probably just need something with black girls like this probably isn't gonna be for me and then as the day as the you know session goes on Um, A girl gives her testimony and um, it's about finding her way back to God. And she mentioned how um, there was a point in her life where she felt like she was going to go to hell. Like she was like, I just knew it. And I'm like, I know that in in terms of my religious standing, I've been tiptoeing, like thinking like, you know, like I'm living in my flesh hard. Like in these last five years, I've been just letting it go and since I've still encountered many, many, many blessings over and over and over again, since since the Lord is still very present, I'm still being obviously touched. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm okay. Like I've been like, yeah, I, I can do both. I can live on, in this flesh. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to hell because mm-hmm. the Lord is still blessing me. He hasn't left me. Yeah. So it's been tricking me because I'm so, because I am so blessed Mm -hmm. I've been tricked into thinking that I could do this on my own, like this religious journey, my spiritual journey. And I've been trying to do it on my own, but I know that like I'm falling short Mm -hmm. and I have been falling short. Mm -hmm. I haven't been keeping myself accountable. Mm -hmm. Can I say something? Yeah. So I totally resonate with that. I feel the same way. Um, I feel like I have been so caught up in the worldly things um yet I still feel like God has had his hand on me and the way that I see this in my mind I have a vision of God standing in a room with me or standing behind me at all times watching and waiting And still covering me, even Mm -hmm. if I'm sinning, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if I'm not walking in my purpose. And even if I don't have my eye on God, he has his eye on me Mm -hmm. at all times. 
Um, so the way I look at it is God is sitting there. He's with us all the time and he's going to continue to bless us mm-hmm. and cover us. But he's waiting for us to take a look at him, turn mm-hmm. around turn and around. and say, OK, I want to do this your way, your way, your way. Like. So. So she said that and I was like, OK, interesting. And then this guy comes in. And um, and he mentions and she she knows that he has some stuff going on in his life. The way she remembered this man, he couldn't even get through the door. And she was like, your name's Jerry, right? Like, yes, I'm glad they sent you. And this man was almost like, what? He probably Mm -hmm. had the same vibe about her that I was getting. Who is this happy little thing? Who is this girl who just like is this positive? Mm -hmm. Like, what is this? I could Mm -hmm. feel it from him. He was like, "Okay, like, damn. And then she says that when he came to her house last time, she prayed over him. And I'm like, how do you just, but okay. And, um, uh, and then, then eventually we pray over him, which made me really uncomfortable. Girl, I started crying. Like, I, I don't know what it was, but I felt a strong pull at my heart. Yeah. And I just started to cry and I, I feel like I wasn't even really present Mm -hmm. in the prayer Mm -hmm. because something was going on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I know I held back because Mm -hmm. I felt so uncomfortable and because like, I didn't know. I, I, there is still so much emotion in me that I probably need to release just from Mm -hmm. like life that like, Girl, that's that's a word in itself. That's a something pressure. we need to talk about. I felt about. pressure, my heart heavy. That's anxiety. Mm-hmm. So like touching this man to to request him healing, I was like, I don't know that I'm the vessel. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I'm the vessel. And I'm like, these girls don't know me well enough, you know? Like maybe they have that power, but like why bring me in it? I don't mm-hmm. know that I do. And like and like it, it, it was it was something it was something and I think he still himself does not know what to do with that because like the first thing he said was like I want to take a picture of this because how many people will believe that I had this many women touching me he still he went mm-hmm. flesh mm-hmm. he went flesh he needs healing and he's he went flesh mm-hmm. so like and that's no knock to him you know that's people life mm-hmm. that's life of course if you're, that's the first thing he went to. Ain't yeah. nobody gonna believe I had this many attractive women just put their hands on me. But he doesn't understand what we were trying to do. We weren't just touching you. We were trying to be vessels mm-hmm. in that moment. That's We were, we, God was using us to heal you. Sorry. <laughs> um, but what I was saying was, I feel like God was definitely using us in that moment to heal. You know, I feel like that is what happens when anyone gathers around someone to pray because mm-hmm. we may feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. We may feel like, oh, I don't know if they want me laying my hands and on this we person. Be. We're not the Holy Spirit. Our flesh is inadequate and it mm-hmm. always will be. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing I learned this past week. Our body is a holy place. Mm. The Holy Spirit lives inside mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the power. We do. Like, and I was watching a sermon last week where um, 
the preacher was saying that like instead of us saying what do I what I what do I need to do like help me God help me we should be saying Holy Spirit stand up on the inside of me and give me wisdom beyond my years mm. because we have that power within us mm. though we do feel inadequate we do sin we are nowhere near perfect yeah. but God is still within us he can use anybody yeah and he can and he does and like okay so so that moment happened, right? So we're praying for him. I'm still slightly uncomfortable about the situation. Um, and then we start reading um, from if you, well, the girl finishes her story. We get a couple more stories. Um, and then we start reading, which our reading for today was Ephesians, Ephesians 1 or Ephesians chapter 1. And um, when I was reading it, you know, these last couple of days, it was difficult for me as I expressed because I was reading it in my head. So the words weren't connecting. Cause if you know the Bible, you know that a, almost each paragraph is like connected to like, they just talk like they just, it's not like all fluid every time you don't know. The last chapter isn't telling you what happens in chapter one. Yeah. The last chapter <laughs> of Timothy ain't going to tell you what Ruth is talking about. Like it, they, they're not connected. Mm -mm. These are not connected stories. These are all individual experiences and each chapter might be mm -hmm. completely different. Chapter two was probably about something completely different than what we just read. Mm -hmm. Paul talking about to if, uh, efficacy in in one yeah completely different and so it is hard to read mm -hmm. so already my like reading it in my head I was just like what in the power of reading it out loud I was able to receive so much more caught so many more things because she read it with a pure understanding she it's like she's she's written it probably I don't know how many times mm -hmm. to the point she knew how to deliver the message because that's a message mm -hmm. when she's when she was reading it that's when I was like okay because I, I think I said I had a problem reading it because I didn't know who he was talking to mm -hmm. I mess around and didn't even know that get that it was a message I'm just reading words like mm -hmm. I'm reading any other book right mm -hmm. This is a whole message from Paul to Ephesus, the people of of Ephesus, and and telling them like, yo, this, so I'm finding out that this is a port city, and and they got people just coming in and out. This is a city where people come in and out, people who don't have maybe the same foundation and understanding of life and spirituality as the people of Ephesus originally did. So Paul pull up, and Paul's like, look, no. Paul's telling them, like, this is, remember your ways, people mm -hmm. of this, of, of the port of Ephesus. Remember, and I hope I'm saying the right word. If I'm not, just bear with me. Uh, actually, do you have your Bible on you right now? Yeah. Um, if you could pull that up or open it up, I want to read it again. I'm pretty sure it's Ephesus, but. Um, oh, Ephesus. Yeah. Something different. Okay. No, I don't know. Are I'm pretty Ephesians? sure that's what. It's, the, it's Ephesians, but they're. She pronounced their name differently because I was like, he's talking to the Ephesians, right? Which he is. Ephesus. 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 So there's no C. Okay. The people in Ephesus. Not Ephesus. Whatever. <laughs> the Lord knows my heart. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he's talking to the people of Ephesus. 
and telling them, um, don't forget your ways. Do not forget that the Lord brought, and he's telling them, he's like, Hey, people of Ephesus, on the day of our Lord who came and saved us and gives us so many blessings and does so much in our life and moves and delivers and shakes and flows your spirit, that one in his name, please don't forget him. Please don't forget why you're here. Please don't forget what your journey needs to look like because y'all have people coming in and out of this city who might want to confuse you. They might want to they might want to confuse you and have you thinking that it's OK to move differently Mm-mm. and do not forget and like, wow. Yeah. Be reminded. Everywhere you go. Because, wow. So like even talking about being reminded. So back to my journey real quick. I stepped out of the church. I got baptized. Um, I was always religious, grew up in Lutheran school. Um, that was my life for most of my life um, until I went to college. And then even at, in college, I went to church here and there. When I was in Austin, I went to church here and there. And then I decided I was going to start being in church. Like, I'm going to get rebaptized. I'm going to join a church and I'm going to be active in that church. I like to sing. I'm going to join a choir. Like, I'm really going to let him use me. I felt ready. It's like almost a shame to say this, but it's real to who I am. Unfortunately, I was talking to a guy and we, we talked when we were in college. Um, it didn't become anything serious because he told me that's not what he wanted. And so we didn't even force it. Um, but then he ended up moving to Houston. He was playing for the Texans and, um, and we were, so we were super fresh But then one Sunday, it was probably like two weeks in after talking again. And mind you, when this man hit me up again, he was coming correct. Mm. Like he was like, hey, um, I've been on this my own spiritual journey. And it's kind of led me to believe like I'm ready for a woman. I'm ready for that next chapter in life. I've made it now in my career. I know what I know what life looks like. I'm ready to do this. And in my and throughout life the people I've dated you've been the only person who I could definitely know I could do life with like he was like you you have he was like everything with you was just so easy Mm. and I want that so like can we do this for real and I'm like absolutely yeah 100% like I'm just coming off of a bad situation for more more or less I'm like yes save me from these terror the streets save me So I meet him or we talk again, maybe two weeks. And that Sunday I I got baptized. And um, and he was like, oh, man, I thought I had more time. I was like, more time for what? And he was like, so, you know, I told you I've been on a spiritual journey again. Um, Well, what that is, is Hebrew Israelite. Do you know about that? Not really. Okay, so it's it's. I'm trying to be politically correct and also blunt and also nice. <laughs> but um it's a uh, a religious it's a religion of people and they probably wouldn't even say that they was a religion. They say that they are a culture of people who were the Israelites of the Bible. Mm-hmm. That that when they're saying God lifted his people, they're saying that they know they have direct connection to those people. And 
um, it's kind of what Kyrie Irving, like where he posts sometimes and then everybody be up in arms and they mm-hmm. call him anti-Semitic, which is interesting because all these people are saying is that they're also Jew. Like if mm-hmm. you think you're Jewish, the Jewish culture, they're also Jew. That's all they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that makes them anti-Semitic, but that's that's the people. And but there is a division of it, which I'm I'm almost certain it can't be everybody in it. But it's very hateful, unfortunately. And um, but before I got all of that information, I'm like, what is this? So he's telling me about it. And it's basically just a, a true understanding that everybody in the Bible was also a brown person and that Jesus could have been my great, great, great. And all of these things like it's, it's that and it's a heavy belief in the Old Testament. So they believe in like, we got to get back to the commandments. We got to get back to everything that God told, how he told us to live. Because how we've been living, how this world is trained up is this New Testament, which says that there's grace for all things and there's forgiveness for all things. And you can just, you could sin or it seems like you could sin and then just ask for forgiveness and sin again tomorrow. But the God of back in the day, he gave you those one, maybe two chances, and he flooding this motherfucker. Mm. So, like, they were heavy on that. They're like, he's coming back for a vengeance, and if you're not living these commandments, you're not getting taken. Mm. They believe that there's only 1,400, because there is a passage in the Bible that says, those who get into the he- into my kingdom are, are few, 144,000 to be exact. How many people live on this earth? Mm. How many people believe Christianity? If it's 144,000, that's not a large number. That's not a large <laughs> number. It must be hard and motherfucking. Yeah. Here, okay. <laughs> Standing in line at that club all day. Okay. <laughs> so, like, if it's only 144, you telling me the way of the world is the New Testament and the Old Testament is what we should be doing. And it's so hard to do. That's why only 144 going to make it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. To me, that made sense and not only that then we started just picking it apart you know i do conspiracy theories right yeah so we just started diving like god said in a commandment remember the sabbath day by keeping it holy that long ago why did he have to say remember he could have just said keep the sabbath day why did he say remember who was gonna forget and have we look back the sabbath day is truly on saturday yeah it sure is the sabbath day is is saturday mm-hmm why did we give that day up? Because the Catholic Church, the Pope decided it was okay to do because it fit better with the American work week. It was easier. It flows easier for capitalism, all things capitalism. If it's easier to get to work Monday and then you have your seventh day be Saturday or Sunday because they still made people back like what is it, maybe 23rd not that long or not that soon 200 or so years ago they were still working on saturdays they were a monday through saturday so you can't go to church make it sunday so they did he said remember because we were clearly going to forget we were going to forget and just go with the way of the world and god says so many times in his bible my people are not of the world Mm -hmm. do not be of the world do not be of the world. Do not, do not, do not, do not, do not. And we've just let it happen. So easy because it it came down from the Pope. So it must be okay. Because why? This is just a man. 
Just a man, girl. Who said that he speak for God and can change the Bible? Do we all like, cause let's also know that like in the Catholic church, they have 10 commandments still, but they took out don't worship idolatry. Why did they take that out? Because they pray to Mary. They pray to Joseph. They pray to all of the disciples. Technically, we're not supposed to do that. They like that, so they do that. And then they just took, there's one that's like really long. They took it and made it too. Mm. It's right there in our face that things could just be changed by man so easily. Yeah. So then after we did that, those two things, those two things alone, then there was some other stuff. We read verses about like, it's something in Matthew where he talks about don't ordain a tree. He's like, there's going to be a time where people start putting up this tree and putting tinsel on it and some other stuff. Don't do that. Christmas. And we used to have those trees decorated huge in church. Huge. Mm -hmm. So like, what do we, what's going on y'all? And like, and then not to go all the way there, because we really not going to get into that. But all of that stuff is pagan. Mm. All of that stuff is literally who they was fighting in the Bible. Mm. And we just let it happen over here. Like we're America's lost in the sauce. Heavy. Girl, they're very heavy. And so... So, yeah, so once he was able to kind of, we started picking apart the Bible. And then to me, once you can pick up the Bible, anything's up for question, bro. If that could be picked apart, if that's up for question, my whole life, it turned my life upside down. I was really lost, really confused, really heartbroken because that's my foundation. Mm -hmm. I went to Lutheran school. I went to church, all of that. My whole life for eight, until for 18 years, heavy. So... Once you shake that core, that foundation of a person, what do you have left? There's a lot of times I felt like I had nothing except getting whatever this man was giving to me. So I'm going coming to him now, asking him to send me verses, asking him to, to explain them to me and send me other videos of them breaking things down and da, da 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 da. And we just used to do this. It would be we would just sit up and watch videos of people breaking down the Bible. But then it became a point when he did stop. He stopped giving me verses. And I was like, why aren't you, you're supposed to be leading me. Like, that's what they say. And that in their, in their religion, in their beliefs, the man is supposed to be leading the woman to God. Like we get God through him and he wasn't giving it to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing. So now this is also up for question. Like you just made me question my whole, cause that day after I got baptized and I talked to him, I ain't go to church since. Mm. haven't stepped back in a church since and like was expecting this man to lead me to God that didn't work out he and then I, I dropped a whole I, I thought that the religion was still maybe some I even wore my head wrapped a part of their thing too was that like you know women's aren't supposed to show their hair I wore my hair wrapped for like a year and a half a year and a half head covered all the time. I even had like a little dent in my mm -hmm. in top of my head for where I had my bun and my hair wasn't growing there for a little while and it's finally grow back. But like it was a whole thing. I was down. And at the same time, there were things I know didn't sit right, like mm -hmm. the hate. So on his spectrum of being an Israelite, it came with I'm better than white men. Mm -hmm. 
They have no claim over me and never have. And they're dogs. They're they're the devil. They're this, they're that. Like he it was really he was so aggressive with it that like we are it was this one time we were in the mall and this little white kid came running by and he just called him a devil like he was like or what a heathen or or a dog something just really low and I was like what like a kid and I told you before I don't stand for that with Mm -hmm. kids Mm -hmm. I really don't because they are the most pure Mm -hmm. kids are malleable they can love and tenderness from any one person could sway and push push that kid's whole life. I'm yeah. not I'm not calling no kid no, you know, like I don't so that did not sit right with me and that allowed me to know that 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 line of thinking as a religious thought wasn't the right choice either. So that's why I didn't like fully get into them cuz they just it wasn't I knew that my god wasn't like that. My god don't have hate like that. Um so yeah, so and then since then I've just been lost. Like I've been religiously lost and like things have been working out in my life, but I'm I'm still burdened because we're nothing without faith. I've been doing my part on my own. I've been recognizing God. I've been seeing God. I've been giving him all the glory whenever I see him work, which is often but I still want, I want church. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to communion with others comfortably. And like this understanding that I just explained of Ephesians and who Paul was talking to, that came because Taylor knew that. I honestly didn't even think she would know that. I had highlighted, once they read it to me and I had to understand like, okay, wow. So this is Paul talking to a city. Got it. Cool. Once we, ex- or I understood that, then I was like, but who is he talking to? And she had the answers. I was like, she probably not going to notice. That girl had the answers. Mm-hmm. That's a port city. They saw people coming in and out. What is America? It's not necessarily a port city, but it's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. We got a whole bunch of stuff in here. It's very confusing. What's right? What's wrong? What's up? What's down? It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. We've been in a very confusing state. We need, I couldn't get, I'm like, why does she have us reading this? What does this have? I want to read things that have to do with life right now so I can see it. That does. Turns out it did. Turns out it did. Like we are Ephesians right now. Where is our Paul? Where is our Paul to tell us like, yo, y'all forgot. We forgot our way. We've lost it. We've lost it. All of it. To, to conform and be more like the world because it's cool or it's comfortable or everybody else is doing it and it's, and it's the mm-hmm. flesh and it's desires. It's bro. all we see. Bro. It's all we see too. Like everybody's lost. Everybody's lost. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and being in Dallas, man, I'm not going to lie to you. This one of the most lost cities I've been in. Like everybody's an alcoholic. I don't know if y'all believe. I don't know. Y'all, y'all could choose not to believe that. Y'all drink a lot. Y'all drink too much. <sighs> and it might. It's much. probably not even just Dallas. It's probably just the world right now. Post COVID, everybody. Y'all are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Y'all are alcoholics. We're all addicted to weed, myself included. We um, are probably addicted to um, sex or any other kind of physical um, releases. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of different addictions going on. We do not have a handle the way we think we do, period. Not at all. 
and everyone, I don't know if it's everyone else doing it in their own minds or if it's the way of the world that is like brainwashing us. It's drawing us in. Yeah, because it's like people are thinking, okay, like, like you were saying, oh, I can, I can definitely just do what I want. And I'm still getting these blessings. You know, I'm still getting blessed. I can just do whatever. And it's like, that leads us to such a limited life. That's doing it our way. And that's so limited because it's like God's way. There are no bounds. It's limitless. And if we are all living God's way, like, can you imagine the the beauty and the progression mm. that we would have as mm. a as a unit but it's like no th- this is the world so there is division there is perversion mm. there's so many things girl that like and we'll have to talk more about this but even mm. today I'm I can sit here and say I don't know much about deliverance Mm. but I do know I have a lot of things that I need to be delivered from Mm. um that have gone unaddressed Mm. that have been overlooked because I had that mindset of like yo I need deliverance yeah we all girl we all need deliverance there are things that like there are things that I probably won't even write down when someone asks me, what do you need deliverance from? But they're there and it's festering. And I know it like I definitely do. Um, And I know my heart is sick. I'm like heavy. It's very, very sick. Heavy. And so we talked about fasting a little bit too, or how, um, Taylor and what's the other girl? Nina? Lena. Lena. They mm-hmm. met while they were fasting. And I met you when I wanted to do that detox. Like, mm-hmm. well, well, we had met before that, but you were around for that. And I, I need that again. <laughs> I, I need, yeah. I, but I need to be for real. Mm-hmm. I need to be for real. Like I need to be fasting from the things that are feeding my flesh. Cause mm-hmm. it's not allowing my spirit to grow. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got, I gotta get some more control over mm-hmm. over all of these things, because I don't like that it has control over me. Mm-hmm. I don't like when anything has control over me. And that's the thing. I don't think that we realize how much we are being controlled until we seek the kingdom. Hmm. The more that I've been reading the Bible reading devotionals, starting and ending my day with God, the uglier I Mm. feel because Mm. I'm like, oh, I have a lot, a lot that he needs to deliver me from. And I have not given him the opportunity because that stuff feels good. You don't want to give it up. I'm low key Mm -hmm. thinking I need to give up weed. Like I play around and be like, yeah, everything, but why that's a problem that sounds like it's a problem don't nothing get to be a problem for me no more like Mm -hmm. no like because I really do so the other the other side of this whole thing this bible study Taylor looked at me at some point and was like I just wanted you to know I had a message 
she was like, I, she was like, when we were talking or when something was happening, she said she got, uh, she saw a visual, um, of me like just dressed up in in some type of way, but with horses. And and her message was that like those who, um, care for horses or something like that. I honestly wish I would have recorded the whole thing. It was, it was God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. The thing about me and horses, one, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> it starts there. And then, like, horses was actually something I, I had a fear of for a little bit because they're so big. They're huge. Their legs are so powerful. I know that one kick in any part of my body and it's done. <laughs> okay? Horses are fierce mm-hmm. and majestic and wow. They're but stallions. They're stallions. That word is what they are. And like, and then I began, began to just love horses eventually. Um, and then, yeah, now I'm a Sagittarius. They're a horse. And um, I told you about my readings. So I had a reading before also that said like about me just spending time with more animals and how that that's just a thing for me. So everything she was saying made sense she's like I don't know if this rings if this means anything to you it does it does and then she was like okay well in that case I'm gonna pray over you and she did and like her prayer over me was like just that God allows me the peace to be in the purpose that he has clearly ordained for me and like I don't know how many times I need to hear somebody say this before I start doing the work Mm mm-hmm how many times? Because I keep hearing it. Yeah. Like, I'm almost like, I'm I'm about to scream back in a minute. I'm about to scream back in a minute. Like, how many times do people have to say that they can see the nurturing on me? Mm-hmm. One thing that, like, I think sits in my core and, like, scares me is if I, if I don't get the opportunity to become a mother. How many times do people have to read me and say they see it on me? You mm-hmm. are a mother. A hundred percent. This girl's re- doing, praying over me, talking about it. How many times? Mm-hmm. How many times? And like, with everything that's been going on in my life, you know, with the situation with the guy and like, he's somebody who might not need children. Like, he might need to just focus on himself. And you know what I've been telling him and myself lately? Maybe I don't either. Maybe I don't need children. Why would I say that? What am I trying to like, look at how willing I am to just desert everything that God gave me that comes so natural for what? Mm-hmm. For what? That's not fair to me and my journey that I'm down here to do. I'm clearly down here to do something. I'm clearly oh, yeah. down here to do something. I'm not out here playing with y'all. I'm really not. Some of y'all are apps. I do believe some of y'all are out here to play. I believe that. I believe that there are things down here to play and they yeah. like it. I'm not down here to play. I'm down here to get to business and get the mm-hmm. fuck ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about um, Taylor, um, I will say that I met her in one of my most vulnerable moments that I've ever had. Like, um, 
for the listeners, I am going through um, a separation, I guess, from someone that I saw a life with. And the morning I met her was when I had reached my breaking point and I was desperately begging God to help me because my heart had been broken so bad that God was the only, he's the only way I was going to survive that. And so I go to church that morning at 5 a.m. for their prayer circuit and I literally cried on my way to church, Mm. got out the car, walked in, I saw a group of people praying And I kind of just stood there because for one, it was my first time at the church. Mm. Um, And I didn't know where to go. I, that was my first time showing up to church that early in the morning. So I kind of just waited and Taylor walked up to me and she introduced herself and she was like, where are you from? And like, I told her and she was like, let me, let's exchange information. Mm. So we did that. She's literally a prayer warrior, essentially, in the room, just standing there and observing. And I'm bawling my eyes out in prayer. Mm. I leave early. We were communicating, but we didn't actually meet up. And then, you know, me and my partner at the time, we decided that we were going our separate ways. And shortly after that, I was, I reached out to her Mm. and I was just like, Hey, I want to be honest with you. I have been really going through it the last Mm. few months, but I still want to connect with you. Um, there was something about our encounter that I need to, I need to see what this means. So we meet up, um, I tell her what had been going on and she was like, I prayed for you last night and I was praying that God would break you away from the spirit of rejection and this is before I she didn't even know what Mm -hmm. had been going on with me Mm -hmm. um and yeah she is that person that is very like when you see her it's like oh how is this person so happy and when she told me her her testimony I was like She's getting this joy from the Lord. Mm -hmm. She's light. Like she's literally getting this from the Lord Mm -hmm. and he is using her Mm -hmm. in so many people's lives. Mm -hmm. Skylar, the girl that was sitting right next to me, Mm -hmm. Taylor introduced herself to her at um, the mall. She was working at the mall. Like, so they met that way. It was very random. And she invited her to our Bible study. Okay. Um, so she's a steward. Yeah. A shepherd. (laughs) She is. Yes. She is a shepherd. Like, so when she's speaking to you and when she's speaking to us, and this is one thing I'm still learning about her. That's God. No, I saw it. I'm I I, like, that's why I wanted to, I wasn't going to share anything. I wasn't going to share anything. I don't. I wasn't going to share anything, but the fact that she read me like a book. (laughs) First encounter. (laughs) Yo, 
Hello, it's people I've known for years that wish they could get a book on me. <laughs> Okay. And she she knew nothing. Even, she had even when the the image that she said she had of me like dressed in some type of way, like she was like, You just you have like this to me I know what it is. It's like a shaman. It's mm-hmm. like a shaman outfit. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I'm gonna be that close to God. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. I know I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna get this money. Cause that's all my mission has been right now. I've been when mm-hmm. I'm talking about things that feed the flesh, it's also been my chase to get money. It's also been that. And like, what I really know is I know that I'm going to be that close Mm -hmm. to God. I just got a word that instead of chasing the money, chase the kingdom. Mm. Because once you chase the kingdom and you really live and walk in your fullest potential for God, you're going to have so much abundance so much that you're not going so to know much. what to do with it and i think when we chase because mm-hmm. money we idolize it mm-hmm. money is mm-hmm. not god mm-hmm. it we don't, don't do god, nothing but buy stuff on this physical fleshy nasty world that we're living in we mm-hmm. don't need none of this mm-hmm. so it's like when you i feel like when we sit there and we focus on what we're idolizing and we forget that God is who we need to be focused on. That's when we get sucked in. Mm -hmm. Like that's when we, we are struggling to find our way out because we're confused. Mm -hmm. We're forgetting that that's not what we need to be chasing. You chase the kingdom. You don't know your purpose. Chase the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going to to get money to pay for rent. Chase the kingdom. And let him be able to speak through you. Yes. I've, I've felt it. I know that there are definitely times where I'm being used. A vessel. Intercession. I know it. But um, I feel like that's going to be my every word. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I know that there's going to be a point in my life where don't nothing come out of me that ain't God. Mm-hmm. Every word, all of my actions, mm-hmm. all of my actions, all of my being, because I radiate love that much, mm-hmm. like that much. Like her saying that she she said that I would be mother to all and, and nurture to all and having women and all of these. I know it. Mm-hmm. I know it, too. I know it too. It's just one, one, and I've known this for a while. And I've been asking God for a while, why me? Why? Why can't I just live a regular life like everybody else? Why can't I just chill and let life happen like everybody else? Why do I have to lead people out of a situation? Why do I have to lead people back? Why do I have to lead people back to you? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to do that? It's your calling. Why do I have to do that? Mm-hmm. But I know it is. And I even mm-hmm. think when we started the talking through it, because the things that really got to us were when, when when I talked about faith and spirit and Holy Spirit and being like that. But I told you when we came up here, I was like, I don't want this to be a religious podcast. This might be a religious podcast. Girl, it's just... And, and honestly, it don't even have to be labeled as a religious podcast, but it's a podcast... That is being led by leaders or not leaders. That's being led by believers. 
we're gonna break down the bible we're yeah. gonna we're gonna figure out in in these bible studies we're gonna come back here and we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna do mm-hmm. and we're gonna relate it to life mm-hmm. because we have all been led astray astray and i've known it and i know that i have too and, and i and you know what unfortunately i can't be everybody else mm-hmm. I, c- I only have to be me i only can be me because it seems like whenever i keep trying to be everybody else he's going to keep finding people to tell me to stop doing that mm-hmm. how many times do i need to be told like i can bring up every reading i've had they're all on my phone they all say he waiting on you you know what's up mm-hmm. me and him have talked i do know what's up but lord why why me i'm tired no you're not apparently i'm not <laughs> you're not tired apparently that's what i think that's what the lord is saying is you're not tired we're just getting started we're just getting started i can't believe this y'all like and then and then so like as soon as this happens right and i i was telling you because every time we got on the phone after this situation this session <laughs> i was like i i can't i can't i can't i had to take off work Literally. i messaged my boss and was like low-key i need the rest of the day the rest of the day i need the process. rest of the day bro like I cannot like it's just been so much so I I had posted a picture on Instagram and I'm actually about to get off Instagram too I've been I told myself that I, I feel the addiction I see it it's back like that, I'm picking up my phone every five minutes oh to look I know at something. oh I know what I know I remember what? and I kind of already knew I knew that that was a possibility, a strong possibility when you got back. Cause I remember when you got off of Instagram mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I was so happy because I knew what that would mean for you mm-hmm. and like your mind. And as you were preparing for your exam, yeah. I was like, Oh, she's going to mm-hmm. like, she's going to mm-hmm. do this for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you got back on, that's one thing that I had in mind. And that's just, that just brought me to another point is that when I have these feelings in mind, Mm -hmm. sometimes I will just think about it and I won't pray about it. Mm -hmm. Like, cause really I'm thinking, I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I should have prayed over that. Mm -hmm. If I had that feeling for her Mm -hmm. was that once you got back on, it was going to be easy Mm -hmm. to, to lure you back in, you know? Um, And there's nothing wrong with social media. You know, I just think that it is very easy. That portal is like very wide. It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. We see everybody else living their life and it makes us feel like we need to live that same life. That's Mm -hmm. their life. Mm -hmm. Live yours. It's so hard to just live your life and be steadfast Mm -hmm. and and, and everything else on social media. It's the it's you call it, you had it right it's a portal it's a portal to all things flesh desires yes, yes. all things fleshly desires and mm-hmm. my flesh needs to starve starve my and, flesh needs to starve and that's the thing like we just have to give ourselves the opportunity like it's not a thing about because i feel like people also think that when you say you got the you have to fast and starve people think about that as like the worst thing in the world and it's like it's not that oh i'm never going to 
I'm never going to get back on social media. Like mm, yeah. it's like fasting from it to give yourself the opportunity the, and the strength and the strength to hear from God. That way, when you get back on, mm-hmm. you're being used you by don't, him and you don't get taken under and you don't get taken under. I wasn't under. strong enough. I was not strong enough. I was not strong enough. I need to step away, get my strength up so that I, yeah, if I want to join social media again, I'm in control. Mm hmm. I'm in control. Y'all mm-hmm. not making me spend money on stuff just because I see other people having stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the best thing that we can do for ourselves. And it's coming at the best time because tomorrow Man. is April the 1st. Yo, yesterday <laughs> also was the first day I got on my knees and prayed mm. since I was a child. Mm. I've been praying in bed. That book, An American uh, Marriage, mm-hmm. the mother... Um, the uh, Celeste has said that she wishes she was more like her mother, a man who, um, a man who, a woman who could get a, a non-religious man and, and pray him to heaven. Like she oh, put yeah. him on her back and take him there. And she always got on her knees and prayed. Cause she said, when you do it in your bed, is it, if it's a different, it's a difference between thinking and praying. Yes. Uh huh. And being in the bed in silence that definitely sounds like thinking uh-huh. being on my knees uh, with my hands folded talking to God look and so I prayed yesterday when I prayed for him because he's trying to get this job I prayed that if it was Lord's will mm-hmm. let it be done give him this opportunity though see that in him he does deserve an opportunity like he needs it he needs a win and I believe that he will get right. Girl, he, he takes needs- me and he got the job. He takes me today. He takes me once I got home. Once I got home, he's like, well, found out that passed the background check. Because that's what we were waiting on is his background check. Because stuff's been going on in his life. Like, w- there was reason to doubt. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And he and... Uh, and we and this isn't even about that yeah but i'm just saying like these are a lot has happened mm-hmm. in these last 48 i got on my knees and prayed found my way back to bible study i called my dad on my way when i left and he's like i'm so proud of you oh yes girl he's been wanting me to go back to church all every sunday yes. you in church you in church you in church he don't play he's been on me and i'm like uh i, I pray god got me god got me he's like okay but you need to thank him. You need, I'm like, I thank him all the time. No, mm-hmm. I need to get back in. I need to exalt him. Yes, because I feel like we, when we don't, we're just walking through life telling ourselves what I, to do. Like, or that I did it. I'm not doing none of this. Taking credit. I know for sure. I, <laughs> I may have detoxed and, and, and did what I needed to do so I could take that test. I knew 10 of them answers. <laughs> <laughs> I knew 10 of them damn answers. Out of a hundred, God took that test. God took I that like test. When people be telling y'all like, who is God? And we be like, oh, that's corny. No, no I've seen it. That's facts. And let me say this, because I know that you've been studying. Like you've been. I was studying. You've been putting in the work. And that's the thing a, that we don't understand. A, if you put in you the a, work, you may not have known all the answers i saw them before knowing that 10 god said okay you put in the work to get those 10 i got the rest i got the rest 
and that's, that's I got the rest he helps those who help themselves mm-hmm. you still have to put in the work mm-hmm. it don't work without it it doesn't and that's when we do fasting we do praying we read scripture and we, and, and we do all this not because we're waiting for a miracle to be mm-hmm. honest it's to stay focused yes we do these things because we it helps you stay focused on what you need to be doing mm-hmm. if i was on social media the way i need was on social media for those three months i wouldn't have been studying Mm-mm. i wouldn't have been studying hard like i needed to three two three hours a day i wouldn't have been doing that you wouldn't have been present I wouldn't have been present because I'm waiting for me, this to be over so I can get back on social media. Mm-hmm. That's why we fat. That's why we take away. F- star- that is why we starve our flesh because the flesh makes you unfocused. Very unfocused. Unfocused on what you need to do to live the life that God put you down here to live. That's it. That's all. That's why we're here. And the life that God put us here to live is a beautiful life. Like we can still all the pleasures, all these things that we love so much in the world. Those pleasures, those feelings that we enjoy, God created that. God created that. We just, we can have those things. We just have to walk in Christ. To fully experience it or to to experience it the way he wanted us to. Exactly. It's like, okay, yeah, you can, you can have kids. Here's, here's your partner instead of i want to have kids and i'm i'm with men who what y'all i'm being protected okay covered covered he won't he's not having it for me mm-hmm. i'm not able to just have kids with any old body he's not having it for me no. he's not having it and that's why he's put those he put those seeds like i know this isn't a podcast about um your partner mm-hmm. but God is always going to cover you. So in those moments where you felt like, oh, maybe I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I know that there was a seed planted in your mind telling you otherwise. Of course. Because that's God. I'm like, trying to God, convince myself. Yes. And God's like, no, no, no. You want kids. You want kids. And I can do that for you. Follow me. Y'all just don't understand. That's the thing, y'all. I let me say this. I I cannot tell you how many chapters are in the Bible. I don't know everybody's name. Like I am probably not the most knowledgeable about a lot of things, especially when it comes to the Bible. Um, and that's what I'm working on now is trying to learn more but i'm feeling a lot yeah like i'm feeling a lot that i know is not myself Mm -hmm. it's not of me Mm -hmm. um and that just makes me want to be closer and learn more Mm -hmm. and one thing um i gotta show you the sermon i uh watched last night but i was i took some notes um and he was saying that hope deferred makes the heart sick so all those moments of disappointment that we've experienced in our lives, that made our heart sick. Mm. And some of us have never been medicated. Mm. We've never been healed. So when you're walking around with a sick heart, 
it keeps you from receiving the seed of the word. Mm. Um, and if you can't receive the seed of the word, there can be no growth. There can be no joy. There can be no progress. And we're often stuck when our hearts are sick. And I'm one of those people where I feel like I can't really tell you any time that I just feel like I heard the voice of God and I heard God talking to me. I'm more so that person that like I'm feeling something, mm -hmm. you know, but I want to learn more because I want to open myself up to mm -hmm. hearing God in every way and every see way him. I want to hear him. I want to feel him. I want all of it. Mm -hmm. I want all of it. She's getting visuals. I want visuals. I want to see somebody on a horse and that mean everything to them. And that's I want the it. thing. I want it. We have that power. We, it's there. Yo, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Okay, because so one thing I there's been a there's a lot of things that I've done that I don't think I would have ever done. One of them is getting re readings, right? Like that was not something that was probably never, never what kind in my wheelhouse. Of, what kind of reading? So my the first one I ever got was a prophetic one through a church called the Elephant something. Um or whatever they were called and and then after that the ones I've gotten in this last like two or three two years um are like energy readings um and um so cards and uh dang where was I going with this um oh yeah these are things I never thought I'd do but I do know that in the Bible, they speak of prophets and prophecies. So I do believe that some people do have these gifts. Now, I believe that I also have some gifts. I don't know what those are fully yet, but I've dealt. My ex was extremely, extremely spiritual. It's in their it's in their culture's background to be extremely, extremely spiritual. But along with that, they also know that comes there are demons. They be, they they believe in all of the spirits as a real and living thing mm -hmm. and which is true um but he's kind of called me a witch he he thinks i'm a witch he thinks i'm a witch and then when i met the other guy that he also has called me a witch before like but here's the thing i think that god moves with me i'm not a witch i'm not a witch this is different i'm i'm a vessel <laughs> I am a vessel of the Lord. I'm a shepherd. I'm that, that which that's not me. This is God. So these men have said this kind of before one, because for me and him, we're just two. with my ex, we're just two, one person. He's like, you must've done something. So that's why he thinks that. And the other dude thought that because he was doing something he had no business doing. I told him he probably shouldn't do it. He went to go do it anyway. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna pray for you. And I remember literally praying. I was like, Lord, please bless his knees. And then he uh, messed up his uh, ACL. And he was like, you did that. He was like, you're a witch. Do, 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 do. It was a, it was a little joke, but it was something that I started to like, wonder what I am playing with. I'm like, yo, I feel like this does have something to do with me, but what am I doing? And I remember you mentioning sometimes that like, you feel like your presence 
may cause certain things to happen mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I 100% disagree. Mm. Thank you. Um, Thank yeah, you. yeah, I 100% disagree. I don't think you're aware of your healing power. Thank you. Um, because those Thank things, you. things are going to happen to people yeah. regardless. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. that's something that that person didn't understand. Like mm-hmm. he didn't understand. Oh, she actually did pray for me. me. He was going to need, I was, he was going to need me. Yes. Yes. And you know, his mindset, you never know his mindset about that yeah. whole experience. You know, our, our mindset, our language that speaks things into our life that we don't want to happen simply by believing mm-hmm. whatever we're thinking. Like if you think something bad's going to happen and you really believe it, you ever have those moments where like you assumed that something was happening or going on and then mm-hmm. it actually did. And you're mm-hmm. sitting here like, girl, I didn't pull some wow. shit from left. Like when we say left field, left, 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 <laughs> so like, far left, like, Girl, <laughs> like, girl, Sasa was pregnant one day in the same city as my man. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's his baby for no oh. reason. And it was, and it was. Are you I would serious? Only, I, was, I would only find out months later that it was, and it was. That's a whole nother story, girl. But yes, left. Okay, intercession is real. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely know what's up. I know what's up, okay? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, like when you said that it's my ability to heal, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Because that's what sent me to massage. And mm-hmm. every person, when I was doing my internship, I got a lot of like old brown ladies, like Indian. They all prayed over me after. Everyone, they told me I was blessed. Everyone, they told mm-hmm. me they could feel healing in my hands. Mm-hmm. I know I do. I know mm-hmm. that I can. And I'm going to I'm going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Like when I say I'm a shepherd, when I'm saying I'm going to I'm going like God's going to work through me for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ready. I he need is. to be exalting him. Mm-hmm. Things have been going well because my purpose is ordained, but if I start exalting him, I wonder what could happen. Carl, you would not be worried about anything i wonder what could happen because you will be so overwhelmed with god's love and abundance you're gonna have way too much yeah um you're gonna have more than you can actually more than (laughs) more than you're gonna have more than you could have even asked for um because that's what god god wants god is in the blessing business like he wants to bless us he wants to give us those the desires of our heart like he wants to he's he's sitting there celebrating with us when we're sad he's crying with us like oh i forgot to bring that um oh i think i sent it to you that devotional that i read um Mm -hmm. there's this one part oh y'all i just cannot my emotions are like this was so much yes okay so much girl thank you so much for bringing me of course and i'm making you take me to church also yes girl and we can even go to the the upper room um but so it says 
and this was about, you know, when people hurt us, take advantage of us, break promises. Um, it was saying that, you know, if we keep thinking about things like that, we're allowing it to continue to hurt us. So we can't give that. We can't give those things our power because essentially that's taking away from us. Mm. Um, and then it says that. God, you know, he says that God saw what happened to you. He saw your tears and heartache, heartache, and he knows how to pay you back for the wrongs. He has beauty Mm -hmm. for the ashes, but you have to let go of the ashes before you can see the beauty. And when I read that, that made me think we also have to let go of our flesh. Mm -hmm. See beauty in the ashes. Be reborn. Like we have to. Living on earth, we are walking around dead girl. because that's the death to our girl. flesh. That's how it should we be. Live we live to die. This flesh, it's, an ex, it's biologically set up to just die. Yeah. We, we, I think the way of God is walking around dead to your flesh mm. and living in him. Mm. Like Keep killing it too. And keep on killing it like. So That's why when spirit can grow. Wow. Yes. And when Skylar was talking about um, her, you know, experience with meeting a new person who is a man of God and he mm-hmm. wants to wait until marriage and stuff like that, when she was like questioning herself, like, is this my person? Um, she was, and this is what I need to be more vocal. She was asking herself the wrong question. Wrong question. Wrong question. Wrong question. God. And too soon too soon more so it's like god thank you for this opportunity Mm. how can i play a part in this Mm -hmm. and playing your part is showing up for yourself like and letting god use you and and show you because like if this man is waiting for marriage and you are already saying in your single season You've been, you know, trying to abstain from the flesh. This is your opportunity. God is like showing you, okay, here's someone else who's actually doing this with purpose. Yeah. Here's your opportunity to learn from this experience. And if that person is your person, like you were telling her, don't rush it. Like, Mm -hmm. let it grow organically. Mm -hmm. Be his friend. Mm -hmm. God may want, God brought him in your life to be a friend Mm -hmm. first, you know? And that was so powerful to me because I just wanted to tell her so bad, like, girl, that that's your opportunity. Like, don't ask yourself any questions right now. Mm-hmm. Ask God. Mm-hmm. And just keep that. Just keep it between you and God. Because that is one thing we do in relationships. As soon as we meet somebody that we think we kind of like and that we want to be all in for, we wonder, why they, who are you? Why are you here? Who are you? Why are you here? And what, and what, and what are we doing with this? What are we, what are we doing with this? Because we want to put them in the box that allows us to do everything with them. Mm-hmm. 
please go in the box that allows me to not have to worry about mm -hmm. uh, abstaining from sex because we're it. You're my person. That's and why she want to make him the person because then all of the rules <sighs> go out of the we that we automatically think like it doesn't count. Not for this person. Oh, yeah. Not oh, for this person. If this is my person, they're then different. It's, mm -mm, girl. Mm -mm. And it makes me it may just made me think about we really shouldn't even be asking mm -mm. men what are your intentions? Uh -huh. What do you want from this? Because I feel who, like that, in a sense, that's us even rushing the process because we're thinking with our flesh, like, mm -hmm. should I, can I have sex with this person? Mm -hmm. Well, they And it's me. all so Will that they... we can know how to give you our body. Yes. Because if you tell us you ain't got no intentions, get you won't get, you won't get it. Exactly. Then we'll be like, oh, okay, cool. I can relax. I don't have to do any. I don't have to make him feel me sensually so he feels my love. I don't have to let him. But if he tells me he has intentions to be with me, I'm going to make, it's going to feel like I got to give you all of my love. And then we get our heart broken. And then you get your heart broken. And we get hurt and we experience all these things that God never really wanted us to experience. Never really wanted us to experience. So. Imagine that. He was imagine. probably trying to just keep us from it. Keep mm -hmm. us from that pain. Mm -hmm. yeah I've had this happen one other time in my life when I was in Austin and it was like right around it was like when I had just met my my ex and then it was like in between my other ex and my ex from Houston and um and I met her because I will used to walk King they lived I lived in these apartments on burn it what up burn it and um they live like around the corner and whenever, wherever i used to walk king at and uh she had these two little kids and she was pregnant and give my whole life for a pregnant woman king um walking without a leash he walking minding his business and then the kids come running up because they were like three and maybe four or five and um the kids come running up and she's just like, oh, and I'm like, hey, let me get them. And she had a wiener dog and they're wiener dogs now chasing King. And she got two kids, wiener dog chasing King, and she's pregnant and real, real pregnant. So I was like, let me help this woman. So I put King on the leash, told him to stay. And he did because King listens. And <laughs> King is just, he's not even a dog. King's different, okay, <laughs> King's different. So he minded his business. And then I collected the wiener dog and got the kids to come back over to her. She was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She was like, do you want to come in for something? And she invited me in. And then she just, um, and then it turns out she was, there was a church across the street. They, her husband was the pastor there. Um, and so we talk, start talking about faith. I tell her my background in faith and also tell her that I kind of had been in an interesting place with um, my, my religion right now. We've talked about some things. And then she's like, I want you to know that you're an angel. She was like, I see that. She was like, what the way, because it, cause it was how I acted with her kids. Like, I gave her opportunities to step away and I watched mm -hmm. them, a stranger off the street. I was like, yeah, you want me to just keep them for a minute? I can mm -hmm. do that. I'll keep them alive. Like, we'll go in here and play. They play with my hair and play, you know, like, it's okay. These are kids. And, um, and then we would do that like every other Wednesday or something. I would come over there and play with them and play with the kids. And then things got deep with the other guy and I stopped coming and then we just fell off. And then one day I hadn't probably lived there over there for like three, four years. She messaged me and it was a prayer. It was an intercession. She was like, I just felt called to do this. And I, it was in a time where I was like uncertain about my job. Like I was needing to make a career change 
and I didn't feel comfortable in it because I thought my last career was for me. I thought I was supposed to be a, a dental hygienist. I just knew it. That was my calling. And I was being called to leave. Like I was like, yo, this is really about to kill me. So and then she threw that prayer out one day and I was like, wow, like I never had that happen. And and again, because I'm so whatever happened with me and race, I'm so like anti white in ways that I was confused because it was coming from a white woman. Like these, these, this is a white woman and white kids. I'm like, I can't get this message from her. All of the things they, that he did to black people. That's where a lot of my came from. A lot of my hate and that was in my heart came from was from that guy I was talking to one and all of the things we just picked apart about religion and blamed it all on the white man. And then it skewed everything about it. Like I was just like, bro, no, like what is she, what can she do for me? Cause if there's a message to come from God, surely it's coming from a black person. So for now this second time, cause Taylor's also white guys, if y'all didn't know, like for this second time to have intercession that I know I felt and I know was God and it not come from a black person. I need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I needed girl. that. I yes. needed that because I think I was going too far. Mm-hmm. I think I've been going too far and like, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary to carry that, to carry that around. Yes. Things happened in, in history with black and white people and maybe my ancestors, but that's not for me to carry around. Mm-mm. That's not for me to carry around no more. Cause God's going to work through whoever he need to work through. Mm-hmm. And I could be closing myself off from opportunities to receive him and hear him by thinking it only needs to happen through a black person. Or a person of color. Whoo, girl, that was powerful. Didn't even know I was going to say all that, but that is real. And I'm honestly, I'm so proud of you for even like speaking on that. Yeah. Um, Because yes, like God will use anybody, any race. I used to think like, oh, I need to find a good black church. I need to find Mm -hmm, a black church. And there's so many problems within black churches, mm. all churches. Y'all know we love to gossip. All churches, all you know, churches, to be clear. All but churches, growing but up in black churches, <laughs> yes, growing up. We have a particular way of doing things and we're going to do it that way mm-hmm. almost every time, mm-hmm. bro. And we are going to. Our flesh is weak. We're going to make a mess of things. Um, we're going to gossip. Um, we are going to judge people like. Just growing up in the black church, um, that's kind of just what I was naturally looking for. Um, and then when it came to Upper Room, I wouldn't say it's a white church, but it's very diverse. It's a lot of white people, though. <laughs> um, but as soon as I walked in, and I cannot say this about too many churches, as soon as I walked in, I felt the presence. Mm-hmm. of God and I started crying and every time I walked in that church and I've only been there like two or three times every time I walked in I felt the same presence and mm-hmm. everybody's so loving and so welcoming and everybody wants to pray with you and mm-hmm. everybody wants to know who you are and where you're from and like Imagine Taylor times. Oh my gosh, I can't. 20. I but can't. like 
Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It is, and it I feels need to allow good. that goodness. I yeah. need to allow that goodness. Mm-hmm. It scares me a little bit, but mm-hmm. that that just shows like where I the space I've been in. Your heart was hardening. It is tough. Your heart was and hardened. these people want to break it down. I think that's what keeps shying me away from her. She makes me want to cry. Yes, because she you makes have me want to cry. She wants to feel, and I'm like, you have to break it down. Yeah, like you have to break it down, and they know that, mm-hmm. and they just let God use them. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I will keep on this person then mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we gotta get her free. Yeah, girl. Uh, so we're gonna go here and cry. Yes, girl. <laughs> and that's the thing about me and and she even said the lat lena her husband she was like i just saw him in the back crying like man you gotta you have to let come it in like you have to let it in and and that resistance is just a hardened heart it's a sick heart Mm -hmm. you have to let it in Mm mm-hmm Girl, my, my, when I was going through all those things, girl, do you think that I, that next morning I wanted to walk in to a white woman greeting me and this is being real. I'm not even being racist, but like, oh yeah, I wasn't being racist either. You know, like my, (laughs) I'm being real. Yeah. Like my, my ex cheated on me with a white woman and that the day he told me that following morning, do you think that you wanted to get a message from, I wanted to get a message mm-hmm. and be approached by a white woman. That's, I feel like that's God mm-hmm. instantly reminding me, don't be hardened against them. Don't, don't ain't got nothing to do with her. It has nothing to do with her. Let, let, let her in. And at some point you just say, okay, God, I surrender. You just got to surrender. <laughs> Cause I'm okay. not like how many times he got to tell me, but it, when it come from two, like, come on, I need to stop being so mean. These white people ain't do nothing to me. I'm not going to lie. Y'all. You know I'm, real, I'm really sad for our black experience and I'm sad for my ancestors. I'm not going to lie. And I don't mean to do this, but like I've not had nothing but good experience with white people. Girl. I've grown up amongst them. Oh, like, so happy. like in like me, my best friends were they Bridget, Taylor, Julia. Okay, it rose like all of them. Like, and I used to go over their houses freely. I never encountered racism. I never felt other than other than a kid, another kid in their house. And you know what's crazy is I remember there have been conversations that we've had, and I and you know you would make certain comments. Mm-hmm. I've been a little racist. And I would know that's not her heart. Like, I cannot wait until God breaks that up for her. Because, like, I think that was just me remembering that God is going to use Mm -hmm. in me body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after my experience, because he told me about it end of November, beginning of December, So whenever I was, when we were talking about things and like when comments were made, you know, what had happened had already happened to Mm -hmm. me and God reminded me instantly, don't like Mm -hmm. be open to all. Mm -hmm. So whenever I heard your experiences that were closed off, I was like, she's gonna, he's gonna, Mm -hmm. he's, he's going to come in like, because I knew that's not, that's not your heart. It's not. I don't have no hate for it. 
some of the nicest people I've ever met, to be honest, have been white. Like, I mean, you're going to meet good people and you're going to meet bad people in life. That's that's just life. Mm -hmm. So, like, I had no business. I had no business carrying around the kind of, like, disdain that I've had. I've had no business. Because mm -hmm. me personally have not experienced it. And in the last two white women that have prayed over me, it's been nothing but intercession. Mm -hmm. Like, every word Taylor was speaking, I could tell was oh, she, was him oh yeah she she had nothing to do with that prayer girl <laughs> that was guy like and i mean this girl don't know me from a can of paint and read me like a book there was I, no stuttering there was no thinking of what to say it was just and then flowing. so she compared me to miriam and, and esther girl you know i'm about to go read these women's stories because don't have me out here calling myself the next esther <laughs> Oh, and you know, um, uh, Hannah, Hannah, that's the one that was sitting right next mm -hmm. to you. Um, oh, I, I know I didn't just forget about the country. London? I think no yeah. Thailand. Okay. I think she, she was born in Thailand. Okay. So I hope I'm getting her story right, but her parents were missionaries mm. and lived in Thailand, I believe. And, you know, in Thailand, and I hope I'm getting the country right, but like, you know, they're, they, you know, there's Buddhism uh -huh, and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And she said when this is when she was like two or three and she told she was in service um, and told her parents after service one day and service, I mean, is literally them following the same religion, okay. like in the room everyone's praying on their knees and mm. all but they're praying to a statue mm. and she said so her parents were buddhist so yeah they were following the religion of where they were living mm, wow and it took her a toddler to sit here and say why are we praying to the statue mm -hmm. that's not what we do we need to be praying to jesus hold on because i'm about to do this too <laughs> So this is another thing that's kind of kept me away from church. The obsession we have with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I know that we say that Jesus, God, Holy Spirit, that they're the Holy mm -hmm. Trinity. But Jesus very clearly told us he's his son. Mm -hmm. That's my father. I follow my father. Why would we follow somebody who's following something else? Mm -hmm. What we, we do a little too much on Jesus. It's mm -hmm. God. It's God. Jesus came down here to tell us how much it was God. Mm-hmm. We seen him do some works and we got lost then. We got lost following him and he kept saying, don't follow me, follow God. Do not follow me, follow God. We followed him. That was our first astray. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, ooh, I, mm -hmm. I saw a sermon, yes, uh, another one yesterday. And he was talking about, you know, after the crucifixion of Jesus um, and this is how much I don't know the Bible. I'm kind of embarrassed, but you know, I guess Jesus, when he, uh, rose from the dead mm -hmm. and he was back on earth mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone was so confused. Mm -hmm. They're doubting like Thomas. doubting everything. And they're just like, how, like what's mm -hmm. going on? And then they saw his scars mm -hmm. and that was when Thomas they, specifically. It like, I think he, Mary and Mary Magdalene, they found 
they were there when he rose and then they took him back and i think the the disciples were at a bar and thomas like all of the rest of them they were like no it can't be you and then they saw him they felt his face some of them just were like no this is my jesus this is you wow thomas i think he was the drunkest of them all was like absolutely not i don't know who you are <laughs> like thomas was not with the shits thomas was the one who kept making him prove it mm-hmm. like that's your scars let me feel it and, and jesus did it and then once he was done and was like oh wow it is you he was like yeah and don't play with me like that no more <laughs> don't doubt god and don't play with me like don't that no doubt more. my father our father how dare you how Thomas, dare you? i gave you that name and he was talking about how even when jesus was on the cross and he's asking like doubting Lord, doubting his purpose why doubting how, why have you forsaken me even jesus doubted his purpose he mm-hmm. knew what mm-hmm. he was down here to do and when the day came to do it even he prayed um, mm-hmm. on it was either mount olive or mount galilee praying praying insufferably jesus wept shortest verse in the bible in matthew jesus wept w- please let there be another way Mm-mm. Mm-mm. this is the way Mm-mm. and he was reminded Mm-mm. of who his father is and was like okay you know um We've made an idol out of Jesus. I want to talk to her about that. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Because that's the last, that's the other, the other thing that's just been sitting with me. But like, I'm definitely ready to go back to church, but I definitely need answers to all of my questions. Oh yeah. But I'm definitely also ready to read the Bible and dissect it as an adult now. Girl. I want to, I want to know what they're talking about. Where was Ephesus? What was they going through? I want to know. How about. Because a lot of that stuff going on right now, mm y'all. And how about, right I, I, I want to be in Bible school at I, this point because I, I need to know. Man, <laughs> I feel like I've done enough Bible school. I feel like I could be ordained at Girl, this point. Girl, the way point. you just re- told Man, this story, yeah. Listen, chapel, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Girl. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Ain't enough Bible for the years that I didn't had Bible, okay? I heard these stories three, four, five, six, seven times. Okay. We we're, we know what's up. We know what's up. But I want answers to why this was going on. I want a different type of understanding for sure. You want you I'm want ready. clarity. I'm ready. And I think God is God is smiling at you because He's been waiting. My prophetic reading. All they could say was, "You and God, y'all got a, some type of inside joke here." Y'all know what's up. And and I know what it is. It's that I know what's up with religion. I know where we got lost. And I feel like I might know how to get us back. But only 125,000 of them. Only so many could go. Golly. Oh, girl. It's it's a lot to unpack. It's I'm a super, lot. I'm excited, though. I'm excited that we are on the um, journey on this journey for sure because it's it's definitely necessary it's definitely something that like I've been waiting on um because I also have questions and I also have doubts I want to join a choir too because I want God to use me use me Use me, use me, use yes, me, use girl. me, use me, use me, use me. We're supposed to be somewhere serving. I girl, know that. What? What? I know that. Because I've been serving the wrong one. I should probably end this one because it's kind of long. But 
yeah we could we could pick up and do another one because mm-hmm. i think that what you just said was very very important like serving who we are way. serving mm-hmm. serving the wrong people not mm-hmm. saying that they're bad people mm-hmm. they may even belong in our lives mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. but actually serving them and not god mm-hmm. that's that's where that's the problem came where in. the problem comes in mm-hmm. yeah um and it come in every time bro mm-hmm. The fact that I even let a man keep me out of church for six years after going my entire life is a little disappointing. But you had to. I'm a, I, you know, I'm not mad at me. I'm not saying yeah, this for to. people to, you know, to to think like, no, I really just be allowing, think, just waiting on this person, right? Oh, he's my person, so that's why he gonna lead me the right. Like, come on, bro, mm-hmm. it's really me and God. He brought me here. Why would I be looking for a man to take me back to him? I'm confused. It's me. It's going to be me every time. So it sounds like talking through it's going to have some Bible in it. Um, <laughs> so but, excited. you know, whoever going to rock with it, y'all going to rock with it. Because a lot of y'all need this message. Hopefully we deliver it in a lighthearted way. You know, there'll be mm-hmm. some laughs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to keep it real. Yes. And when we turn the mics off, mm-hmm. I got it talk to you about something oh yeah we'll, and keep, also it, we'll eat. keep it realer and eat because we need to eat it's been all day it's been a day so i think that's it uh, uh, an unstructured talking through it with Bree. thank you everyone thanks y'all bye, bye.